We're so excited to spend some time with you today on the Awakening Moments podcast. My name is Lori. And I am Rhonda. And it's our hope that you would feel like we are with you wherever you are right now, having a real life conversation about life in all its beauty and in all its mess. We believe that God wants to open our eyes to an awakening moment that will help us thrive in every part of our being. So we invite you on this adventure with us as we listen, learn, and grow together. Well, Laura, we are coming near a close of 2021, and I think it would be, today we've got a really neat podcast planned of a takeaway, a bit more of a takeaway podcast, devotional, but a takeaway for each person listening to be able to walk away from this podcast with something active to do in these next couple of days before the calendar flips to 2022. Yep. But just to open up as a random, well, not a random question, but as an opening question, what would be a highlight from you for 2021? that you would love to share today? Uh, oh, I mean, you know, we were just remarking how 2021, 2020, they all, they, it all feels like a season all it jumbled together. Yeah. But uh, no, if I, if I were to think on just this past year alone, I definitely would say the launching of HeartStrong was a highlight for oh, yes. sure. That was just the culmination of, you know, a beautiful word from the Lord to, you know, just working out like what does it look like to actually get in the nitty gritty of truly discipling people and being trained up in the ways of the Lord and then to see it come to fruition and actually happen. And it was quite transformational. It was quite profound um, in ways I didn't even know or imagine. So HeartStrong for me would definitely be a highlight of 2021. I love that. And mine would be, I was thinking back, one of the highlights was in the early spring, we had a baptism and we had had not had a baptism all during COVID. And so we rented a pool and we, we met there and we had 18 people go through the waters of baptism and honestly baptizing again and being in that moment with people and seeing what God had done over the past year and being pastorally involved in that moment of their step, spiritual step to be baptized was so significant and moving. Like, I think I wanted to cry the whole time. Like I was so excited. So I think that would be a highlight for me that first baptism back um, at the pool. So that would be, that was was really special. That was a beautiful moment. I just remember even some of those people just being so profoundly impacted and like just weeping in our arms, like just embracing them and they're just weeping just a puddle of God's faithfulness yeah you know just astounded by God's faithfulness in their life it was it was a beautiful moment so so beautiful so here we are at the end of 2021 and we want to just talk a little bit about some questions and for you to take some time in this next week before we move into a next calendar year as far as 2022 to really take some time to reflect and you know I had shared on a podcast about a broken set of lights on my tree and how it got me thinking about, you know, how areas of brokenness can really make the er, all other areas of our life really ineffective and that we've got to take stock. We've got to not just do quick repair. So I talked a little bit about that. And the other day, once again, I was looking at my tree. I love my tree. I love to sit in the living room with all the lights off and just our Christmas lights. You and I are both the same. We love Christmas, all of our Christmas trees. And I was just thinking about the faithfulness of God and just thanking him for how good he has been. And I felt like as I looked on the tree, it's like the Lord gave me a flip perspective 
yes, that broken strand, absolutely, and those are important things. But on the flip side, I was looking at all the lights and all the bulbs, and I mean, I've got a massive tree, and so there are probably 2,000 twinkle lights on it, I'm sure, or more. It's fully lit up with so many little lights. And I was just thinking of every single bulb in my house of lights would represent the faithful moments of God. I would not have enough time to recount things that I've seen, things that I've experienced, things that I probably don't even know God's just done that I he saved me from that I didn't even know. But the faithfulness of God through my entire life. And I just was looking at the tree and I was like, you know, the tree is the backdrop. We use the tree to put all the lights on, all the ribbon, all the ornaments, and it kind of covers up a little bit of the tree. That's the purpose. You don't really just have a plain tree sitting in your house. There's twinkle lights on it, solve it. And I was like, I just felt like the Lord said, all I need is a branch to hang the light of my faithfulness and my beauty on. That's all I need is a branch. And I thought back to the scripture in the gospel talks, but we are the branches. Like he, you know, he is a vine. vine. We are the branches. And I was just like, God, I want to thank you that all you need is a branch to, to shine your light. It's not my light. It's your faithful love and grace that shines the brightest. And so I just want to be a branch. I just want to be willing to just say, just hang your light on my life. That's all I am is a branch to display your beauty, your goodness, your faithfulness. And so I was just sitting there recounting in my own mind, just things that God has done in my life. And I just really encourage, we're going to walk through a couple questions, but really it is about that of just saying like, wow, I'm just a branch in a beautiful way that God chooses to display his most beautiful work. And all of us are a part of that in this whole world of him displaying his goodness. And so these questions are about us taking time to recognize the beauty of God, his faithful love in our lives. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's really important, even in our spiritual walks, to take time to reflect. Um, You know, often it is in times of silence and solitude that the stuff inside of our hearts moves from being all buried under all the other things and all the busyness and starts to move its way up, you know, to being dealt with. You know, I find sometimes when when I sit, it's when I sit quiet that the pain comes back up too and the disappointments and, you know, even some of the stuff I don't want to deal with. So it's easier to put worship music on or it's easier to put, you know, preaching video on and kind of distract yourself from that. But I think as a, as a year ends and we prepare for a new year, or even as a new year begins, you kind of want to begin it in a contemplative place to begin to say like, okay, you know, what would my hope be for this year? Where would I place my prayer? You know, every year I love to write out prayers, prayers of what I want God to do for that year. And then I love to go back and reflect on which of these prayers did the Lord answer and how, how did he answer these Mm. prayers? You know, so again, I really encourage you as you're listening to take time over these next few weeks, over this next month, you know, as January approaches, take time to really reflect what is it that you really want God to do. And today, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about what that's like, about, you know, some of the practices that we do uh, to hear from the Lord for a new year, and then how we sort of put that into practice. And then we're going to just give you a practical exercise that you can do for yourself to start to listen, a listening practice, and to really start to process 
us both reflect on the past year, but also look forward, look forward to what is to come. And what do you hope for? What are you looking for? You know, I've found that, and I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're like this Rhonda, but like I have found that a number of years ago, I used to be big on kind of the resolution, right? It's like, okay, I want to, it's this, I'm going to drop five pounds. I want to, you know, get to the gym. Like, it's like the resolution. It's like the habits trying to, to fix up some of your habits. Whereas like the past few years, it's shifted from resolutions, so to speak, like almost like trying to change my habits to trying to change my, my heart posture to mm-hmm. it. It's not as much about, um, I don't know, like the external, the externals, although the heart stuff has to get fleshed out in action. It doesn't just stay in the heart stuff, but I've just found over this last season, it's become more about trying to understand who God is as opposed to like getting into the nitty gritty of like what I don't like about myself. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's kind of, I feel like that's been my focus. It's, it's, it's shifted. There's been a shift in my focus over these, these past few years. And even the words that the Lord has given me, they're really, again, like you're saying more about God's faithfulness than they are about my unfaithfulness. Mm. (laughs) You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And so I love that exhortation that you gave us at the beginning. Like, can we can all just be a branch like we, we we can like without the pressure of having to be the lights and having to be all the ornaments and having to be like we we can just I can just put my arms out like I can just be the branch I can just lift my hands in worship and just let the light of God's glory like be be manifest through my life like that really takes the pressure off of me of having to do all the things and like, no, 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 I have to, I have to show God's glory. I have, I have to do it. No, no, I just have to just put my arms out like a beautiful branch and just let his glory, like let the strings of lights of his glory just rest on my life. Like what a beautiful, beautiful posture to sort of, again, posture our hearts as we go into a new year and and think about what we want God to do. I love that. That that's exactly. I think that's a beautiful way of saying it from what we want but moving from the posture, our heart posture. And I love even in our series this year, we talk about presence, we talk about position, we talk about provision, people, you know, power, all of those things. And I think those are actually some of those words that I find were capsulated beautifully by Pastor Jay. Like, really, that's actually where we're going to. Like, God, what does that look like in my heart space? Like, my identity, first off, like, really recognizing my identity is in you. Like, that posture, it brings you right back down to that posture of humility, all of it. The provision, what am I believing God for? What are some of those things that I'm asking God for very open handed, though? Like, laying aside, like, God doesn't owe me that kind of, not that posture, like, I'm owed this, but this posture of, I have faith to believe you can, but I'm just a branch. Like, if this is, but I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say, because you're my father, and you love my heart, but my posture, I love that, is open-handed in worship. However you choose to flesh that out, with or with not, you withhold no good thing. You know what's best, and your plans are perfect. And so my posture is surrender. So I think I love how you just said that, the posture of heart, of fleshing that out um, in our lives. And so, you know, we have often talked about in our podcast about having a word. You know, this past year, what we felt our word was, and mine was follow, follow the king wherever he goes. And coming into this year of taking time to say, okay, God, what is 
what is that directional focus for myself so my posture of heart aligns to that like kind of like a visual for me it's very visual where I see something like whether it's an open vision and I'm like okay that aligns my heart to focus in that's how it works for me whether for you might be a prayer writing a prayer for me it's a visional picture to say I need a picture or a scripture that really does kind of give me a focus on my imagination can lock into so emotionally I lock into something and spiritually I find I need all of those things together so I'm just believing the Lord like I I'm already almost into December and I still don't have that word sometimes it comes right up onto the last bit but God has been faithful to every year give me something and it'll be what God has chosen it to be and it has come from a posture of listening and waiting and it comes so one of the great places to start honestly is to reflect on the question like what is the holy spirit doing in your life amen so that's like question one in sort of this little journey that we want to lead you on um today to think about like what is the holy spirit already doing and i know for you very much for me too the Holy Spirit's always at work doing something. Always. Like always. He's always putting his finger on something, sort of working something out. You know, maybe you've hit like a frustration in your life that you just, or a barrier, and you're like, mm, why do I keep going around this mountain again and again? Or why do I keep rubbing up against, like coming up against this wall? And I can't seem to just... I can't seem to just break through in this area or I have this frustration in my faith. I, I have this, this idea of where I want to be, but I can't seem to get there. That's kind of part of like when you're thinking about what is the Holy Spirit doing, or maybe you are on the other side of it, but maybe you're, you're on new territory. Like, you know, maybe God has set you free from something. Maybe you struggled with fear and God has set you free, but you're in new territory and you don't really know how to walk this out. How do I live now free from fear when my entire life I've lived under fear? So it can look a little different for everybody. And again, because we're all so uniquely wired and so individually wired, um, the Lord speaks to us in unique ways. You know, you said it's very visual. For me, it's like the Lord will highlight a word and it'll either come, it can come it through anything, come through a movie, scripture, it can come through a person saying something it could come through a text message but all of a sudden a word it's like the word jumps off the page and then my mind becomes obsessed with this word and I, mm. I see it everywhere and it just is confirmed everywhere and I see it, and all of a sudden the Lord just starts to do this like deep dive in this word of something he wants to teach me about himself but that's kind of how it comes for me it's not usually in a picture or vision it's more like a word will stand out and then I'll, I'll, and I, even for a few weeks as this word is standing out, I don't even necessarily notice it. And then all of a sudden it's like, now I can't not notice it. It's everywhere. And that's sort of how mm -hmm. the Lord pinpoints. But often, whether I realize it or not to begin with, it's connected to this question what the Holy Spirit is at work doing. Sometimes I'm aware of it. Sometimes I'm not aware of it yet, how that's going to play out in my life. So mm -hmm. I think that's a great uh, starting question that we encourage you to start with. That is a great question. And even as we're just now going through a few questions, grab a pen and really, as you listen this week, really like make some intentional carve time to listen, to reflect, 
to be in a posture of gratitude, faith, recognizing the goodness of God, but also a posture of listening to what God is doing and to go into that, that place in your heart. Write that down. Like, what is God doing? And start to just jot it down. Even if you're not a journal, like you don't journal, just bullet point it, write them down. The second question I would love to bring up is in relationship to your challenge. So think of a challenge or something you're facing right now. Who has God declared himself to be? So this is kind of like you're in a challenge right now, but God is using a challenge to show you an attribute and a characteristic of himself. So going into this year as well, what characteristic of God is he revealing to you? It could be a challenge that's revealing this, or it could just be as you're going through the word that this characteristic of God keeps standing out or as you're praying, but think and hone it in. What characteristic of God is he highlighting right now in this season? So that Mm -hmm. would be a second one. Yeah, I would say be really profound for you to think and listen and ponder. Yeah, that's that's an that's an awesome question as well. Um, You know, I think as you just shared with us, the faithfulness of God is one of those attributes, right? That you know, God is obviously speaking to you about and reflecting on. And I think, you know, for both of us too, we've been also just pondering the depth and the power of the love of God, Mm -hmm. His nature of love and if love is not just a part of his character but it's actually who he is and if he's not capable of being anything but love like how does that impact how we live our life how we see god how we read the scriptures how we understand every other characteristic that he has Mm. if it literally is he's incapable of being anything but loving towards us that he loves us more than we could ever imagine that he loves us completely unconditionally you know, how does that change how we relate to him? I mean, I think it is absolutely life transforming, but I also think it is an ongoing revelation of understanding of that because Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think, I think that's very difficult for us to Mm -hmm. truly grasp and believe. Yes. (laughs) And believe. So that would be an example of, you know, as you're processing this question. And again, you want to tie this into that challenge, right? What is the Holy Spirit speaking? That's probably going to be connected to where you're challenged, where Mm, you're challenged mm -hmm. in trusting Jesus. Where are you being challenged right now in how God is speaking to your life? And so as you connect that piece, what is the attribute of God you need to hang on to? Basically, this is what the exercise is. What is the lie and what is the truth? Wow. Right? Yeah. That's the exercise. It's coming to terms with what is a lie that I've believed either about myself or God, and what is the truth about so who God is. Good, Lori. Right? This is the journey we're leading you on. So here's a couple of things that you can write down um, as you're process- processing this, but these are the things that you want to discover. And I believe with all of my heart that 2022, God wants to set you free from a lie that you have believed about yourself or about God. And he wants to reveal that to you by revealing to you an aspect of his character that is the capital T truth that will overcome that lie. And you will be set free. When you receive the capital T truth of who God really is for you, you will be set free. So I just speak that over you in 2022, that process. I love that. And then taking it to the, the, like the last question, I think like we've kind of gone through a few, we might have another question, but in the next 
like 100 days, like when you're thinking about going through this year, how are you going to move this from just a truth, which not just a truth, from truth, I should never say just in front, <laughs> when it has to do with God, from truth to action. What are you going to do with this truth? What does that look like? How does this get fleshed out in your life? It could be, and you know what? The Holy Spirit will be so faithful to show you. Just begin to think, how do I take this truth and how do I put it into action? Do I need to change something that I've maybe not put as a priority? Is a relational, is it a relational way I can exercise this? At what does that look like? And so we just encourage you to take the truth, work and act like the faith and action part go together. Yes. It talks about that in the New Testament. We take our faith. This is the faith journey, the aspect that God does in our heart, and we pull it into the action, into the work side. Um, that just kind of work together in the fullness That's together. Right. That's so. right. Not just hearers of the word, but doers exactly. also. Faith without action is dead. Yeah. Right. We've got to actually put something tangible about what we're going to do, how we're going to live different in what God has shown us or revealed to us or mm -hmm. is revealing to us. Again, sometimes we do have to receive it by faith. Sometimes even in this exercise, you know the attribute of God that he wants to reveal to you, but you haven't fully received wow. that that is completely how or who he is to you yet. So that's the journey, right? But what is one step you can take? And so what we really challenge you to do with this step is to actually write something concrete, even just one thing. It doesn't have to be 10 things. It doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be even be major, but just what is one thing that you can do that lines up with, again, and I'll just review the questions. What is the Holy Spirit at work doing with you? How are you being challenged to trust Jesus in the midst of that? And in relationship to that challenge, who has God declared himself to be? So again, that's where you're bringing to the surface. What is the lie that I've believed about myself or God? And what is the truth of who God has declared himself to be? And so with that, as I've written all that down, what is one thing I can do? What is one thing I can put to action from what I've understood? as I've walked this through. And honestly, if you can start this, you know, a new year with this mindset and taking this truth and taking this exercise, like I believe with all my heart, God's going to reveal himself in a fresh and a new way to you and going to give you a focus for this year. And you're going to see the faithfulness of God. So good. And the last thing I would encourage you, if this is above and beyond, but I think it is such a powerful thing to do as it close, as the year closes, is to take some time and just to start to recount the faithfulness of God. Mm. It could be this past year or it could be further. Maybe you've never really just sat down and just even tracked milestone times in your life, like literally connected these journey lines. Like when you got, you know, before you got saved, like all these different parts, you look back and say, you were faithful. I didn't know you then. I didn't know it was you, but you were faithful. Take some time to just write down where God has been faithful and how. And the beautiful thing is it often talks about this in the Old Testament when it says, remember, remember, God even would instruct things to be written down, things to be recounted, because as we recount the past faithfulness of God, he says he is the same yesterday, today and forever. So when we start to recount what God has done, it actually infuses fresh faith for what he can do now. It fills us with hope. Yeah, exactly. Hope. So. May you be encouraged as you begin to sit down and say, Holy Spirit, just I'm going to take some time. Reveal to me. Help me to recount. It doesn't, like we said, it doesn't have to be a long list, 
but just start to write down whatever comes to mind, how God has been faithful. It is amazing how you feel after when you look at that list and you think, wow, yes, wow, God, boy, in light of what you've done, I know that you're going to be faithful again and I can trust you to be faithful. Yeah. So, so beautiful. All right. So it looks like we've given you some homework. The podcast <laughs> yeah, has have. given you some homework to do this, uh, <laughs> yeah. this, uh, the, in this podcast. And I love that. All right. So there's, I'm, I'm just going to re recount the three takeaways, um, you know, that, that we've talked about today. And you know what, we're not saying do all of this today. We're, but over the next month or so, yes. take time to do this. Cause these are really, really powerful exercises. At lifecenter.org, we actually have a downloadable PDF of the exercise that we walked you through on this podcast of those three or four questions just to really get a word for or a focus for uh, your new year. So you can go to lifecenter.org, grab that document and work that through. Uh, take time and, and it might take you a week to do it. You don't have to do it all in one sitting. Sit on it. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you. But the second one that we talked about today was... You know, as a new year approaches, write, put in writing your prayers, what mm. you want to see God do this year, write them down. And again, you don't have to do it all in one sitting. Take some time to really sit in this. And what do you really want? And again, sometimes it is tangible, physical things. Sometimes it is like, I just, I need a job or, you know, there's a provision that is needed, but really I, I just encourage you to go even deeper. Like, what is it that you genuinely want God to do for you? Sometimes it's hard to connect to that, to what that actually is. So take some time to think about that. And then the last one was the one that you just said, Rhonda. Yeah, are we recounting faithfulness? Take some time to journal and to just write yes. some moments in time, this past year or even further back where God has been faithful. And right now, write down the specifics of how he was faithful. Yeah. And, and, and go back and, mm -hmm. and take time, like mm -hmm. linger in this because that will encourage you more than like more than you realize that is going to mm -hmm. so encourage you to recognize how God has been so faithful to you over many, many years of following him. Mm -hmm. Even though we have not been faithful, he is still so faithful. So those are the exercises that we have for you today. And we hope that you enjoy them. And we hope that they're transformational. We hope you have deep personal and connected times with the Lord as you work through these things. Don't rush through these, um, but we do. We encourage you to take time to do them. It's such a good time of the year to sit in these spaces. So beautiful. And so as we wrap up 2021, we just want to say, God bless you. May you know that the King, you have followed the King and we can follow him into 2022 with full confidence that he will never leave us or forsake us. He loves us with an everlasting love and that we are his. We are marked as his we are his so we're going to follow the king continue to follow him and it's going to be great because he is great and he is faithful and good and continue to hold fast and fight the good fight of faith it we have no idea what is coming but we know that with god all things are possible and it's going to be an exciting journey so we love you bless you happy new year and uh yeah we, we look forward to seeing you in the new year again Thank you for joining us today on the Awakening Moments podcast. We pray that you are filled with hope and joy as you navigate the challenges of life. And we would love for you to subscribe to this podcast or share it with your friends. And remember, you are so loved by God and He is always with you.